0: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to this week's episode on Gesso Girls. I know it's been a hot second since you guys have heard my voice. This is Erin here, and I'm with Julia. And today, we're going to be talking about showing up. And when I say showing up, it's talking about how to create those creative habits and acknowledging and identifying what barriers you may have and how to, you know, improve your current creative habits.
1: Right. And I think a lot of this, and we were just chatting, you know, you know, before recording about how oftentimes, like before we can even get to like, okay, let's start a new habit. Right. So it's so like intoxicating to be like, oh my gosh, yes, I'm going to start this new goal. I have this new Mm -hmm. like thing. It's easy to just start talking about that, but sometimes we have to look at what other habits we have and address those first and see like, okay, like really, like what is impeding our ability to establish like a consistent creative practice?
0: Yeah, because if your day's already full, you got to find a way to clear space before you can even start a new habit or new goal. Um, and I think that's something that, like Julia said, you we all just like, we get excited about a new habit, new goal, new dream. We dive right in and then sometimes it doesn't work out the way we intended because we're stretched too thin or it was all or nothing mentality. Whereas we're going to really kind of peel the curtain back and take a look at Some of those uh, barriers and identifiers.
1: Yeah, and I think like for example, you know, for me, I I definitely struggled. I've struggled with the all or nothing mentality before. Of like, if I can't spend like an hour painting tonight, like I just shouldn't paint at all. And especially because I think sometimes it's felt like okay, like if there's especially like after a day of working, and then I would fall into this like rhythm of just like oh, I don't think I can paint for more than an hour tonight. So I guess it's just not happening. But the problem is mm-hmm. I was just setting my time limit for, as too long, right? Like I should have set my time limit for 30 minutes. And I and I definitely would be able to say like, okay, I could do 30 minutes. And nine times out of 10, 30 minutes would turn into an hour. Um, but because I was setting my like time frame and my goal like too high, um, I was there for, like doing nothing like nothing was happening mm-hmm. and so it sometimes requires you to be like okay like how realistic am I making my goals yeah and I think just to
0: piggyback off of that for someone like me like it's the all or nothing I'm like well for me an hour of painting I've got to pull all my stuff out I have to because I don't have a studio so it's like I've got to get all my painting out all everything out and that's production itself and then and now I've just cut down my painting time in half because I have to put it all away but it's almost like pulling back. Like just because I need an hour doesn't mean I have to paint. Maybe it's like you said, 30 minutes. Instead, for 30 minutes, I ignite my creativity in a different way. Pulling out a sketchbook. Maybe starting small with that becoming my habit, that every evening, um and I mean this is starting small and for me, like I'm not in the midst of a new, you know, series that I have a launch date for. It's something that's just like trying to get back into the rhythm and the pattern of it that Taking thirty minutes each day, maybe it's three p.m. when I take a coffee break. I can pull out my sketchbook and I want to. It's kind of like Sketchtober, isn't that yeah. what it's called? Yeah, you sketch-tober. know, like yeah. those. Yeah, which is ugh, creepishly, freakishly going. going I know. Up. I'm like, What's uh, happening? <laughs> these <two> years flying <laughs> <Yeah>. by. <laughs> uh, in the past two years, but no, I think it's acknowledging that it isn't an all-or-nothing mentality. An all-or-nothing mentality could deter you. Deter you from continuing because it becomes too overwhelming or stressful
1: yeah i think this is where it comes in where you need to be really aware of your own rhythm of working like aaron for you just Mm -hmm. said you know for example like maybe three o'clock is the time where you're like all right i'm having a break i'm not quite exhausted enough yet where Mm -hmm. like there's just no way i'm I'm gonna do anything creative but you're like i had this little lull in my afternoon and that's unique to you so if like for example, some other creative, you know, you're listening to this podcast and you're hearing about Aaron, you know, pulling out her sketchbook at three o'clock. Maybe that's like the worst time for you. Maybe you're a morning person. It needs to be before you even start work because otherwise it's just not happening. I'm this way with exercise. Mm-hmm. Like if I don't do it in the morning, it is nine times out of 10 not happening at all. And so like I've gotten really, you know, in touch with myself of like, oh, like, This is the time when I am going to be able to do this, and if I don't do it now, it won't happen. So it just it's helpful to know like what your internal rhythm is, and that requires like your own reflection.
0: Yeah, what are your own habits uh, Mm -hmm. that you know like when you get crabby, or you know,
1: (laughs) yeah, (laughs) what what
0: makes what makes you tired, or I mean, and I think that's I, and I think we also have that internal excuse um and i think it's tapping into yourself like what is that excuse and why um sometimes it's a valid excuse but i can say with meditation like i i always am like oh i'm gonna try meditating i'm gonna meditate like i can make time to meditate i can but i always have an excuse it's not an
1: excuse not to it's just an excuse that makes it just not happen (laughs) yeah exactly There's always something else that you could. your excuses. Yeah, there's always something else that you could be doing, right? Like, we we all live busy lives here. I I don't, anybody listening to this podcast is just like, wow, I have so much free time. Like, I literally don't think I know a single person ever who's like, has so much free time. Like, we all just fill our lives with things. And so this is why, like, I think maybe one of our first points in this topic is like, you need to audit your time. I mean, your time is the most precious Mm -hmm. thing you have. And if you need to figure out where in your day or your week, showing up for your creativity is going to make the most sense. And you need to be really, like, not, I don't want to say, like, militant about your time, but you need you need to, you know, guard it and be protective of that time. Because truly, like, this is, this is, we've got one life, right? Not to be morbid, but, like, you it's important if you're not you know, building a creative habit that you can see yourself, you know, if it's a really big goal of yours to build a creative practice and a creative habit, you know, if not now, when? So. And I want to say everyone,
0: we, I'm giving you all permission to be selfish. Yeah. Like, I, well, actually I shouldn't say that. I want to make sure people realize like you carving out time for yourself in this habit is not selfish. I think I should say I think that is something I struggle with myself I feel like I'm being lazy I'm being selfish because there's so many other things for other people I could be doing or for my home where it's this is healthy for me it is something I need to carve time out for so I really do need to take an audit of my time and figure out like what can I move around what is actually necessary and what can get pushed back um, and Julie and I were talking about this before uh, we hopped on is we both have a bad habit of saying yes. Um, I mean it's a good and bad habit. <laughs> right. Sometimes like, it's a it good thing, Sometimes things, it's a bad habit.
1: But it can also cause yeah. you to make less time for other important things in your life and you end up sacrificing. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I think most of the time if you're saying yes, you're saying yes to somebody else opposed to yourself.
1: Um, Every time you say yes, you're also saying no to something else, you know, because we all have limited time. Um, I had this actually, I was talking today on uh, my Artist in Real Life uh, account. I was talking about how Um, well, I was talking about how people ask me a lot about when to quit their day job. And that's like a really loaded question. And I never know how to like (laughs) give an answer to. And my best answer is you're never going to be ready to quit your day job. And so, for example, um, I'm in, in this particular situation right now where I, I gave up my last side gig. So I had this one side gig I'd had for four years where I did social media for a restaurant for the past four years. And I decided to give it up, uh, and this was like this today literally is the first day where I'm not doing it anymore. And it was really scary because I was never like really ready to give up like the extra couple hundred dollars that was coming from this side gig like i'm never gonna Mm -hmm. be like oh yeah please i want to just not make that money i don't want that (laughs) but i knew that by saying yes to this side gig i was still somehow saying no to like the time that i could be spending putting it on my own instagram putting it on my own Mm -hmm. art and it was just like one last thing that like it's not money that was like making or breaking me every month right like it was just like something that was, like, a little extra nice. And so I I had to get real with myself and look honestly at, like, okay, is this something that I have just gotten in the habit of, you know, saying yes to, and it's really not serving me and my ultimate goal anymore? Sometimes mm-hmm. there's going to be difficult choices of you having to give up certain things that maybe on the surface seem good for you to make room for new things.
0: And I think even if you, let's say, time to do both. I think there's the concern of burning yourself out. Just because you have the time doesn't necessarily mean it's what you should be doing, and I can say guilty. Um, There's so many times that I'm like, oh, I can do that logo for someone. I'll whip it up in two seconds. I have the time, but it's kind of like, yeah, I have the time, but like I do that all day already. Like I don't need to pick up another project just because I have time. I could use that time to paint (laughs) to do a million other things like we all have those lists your free
1: time (laughs) like watching a movie with Brandon or you know walking the dog yeah something that's just like enjoyable right like I think as artists Mm -hmm. it's also so important this is kind of going on a tangent about something else but it's so important to remember that like a big part of being an artist is that you know we as artists at least this is my what I think is we tend to be people who really appreciate the little things. Like we've we noticed yeah. things in, in real life that other people like don't notice. Like we might be on walks and we're taking pictures of the flowers and like other people walk straight by them, right? That's kind oh, of yeah. like what being an artist is, is that we have enough of free time where we can like have some sort of creative breakthrough, have some sort of um, slow down enough to be in touch with that part of ourselves. And if we're booking our calendars up like crazy we're never going to be able to show up for our creative self it just it won't fit in
0: oh yeah yeah um that reminds me of so i went on vacation and i think it's the first time in like four years i've gone on like three years i went on like an actual week vacation and took the week off and didn't work I almost didn't even bring my laptop, which, pardon me, wishes I didn't bring it, but I did just in case it was a work emergency. But I have to say, giving myself that space to just observe and look around and see, soak everything in. And I'm really happy to say, like, there was no cell phone service. I, I didn't have the choice to go on social media. Um, I was on maybe like 10 minutes a day, if that. Um, it was so nice. I mean, I'll be honest, it made me kind of be like, am I going to literally officially hang up the hat (laughs) social media? Cause I was like, is it for like, for me, where for my own personal one, um, if I can, with my fashion and stuff like that, obviously for business purposes, I need to keep that going. Um, but I had so many more breakthroughs in my mind and creativity while I was there. Um, and I wasn't at my, I didn't have a pattern paper. It was just like, you know, kayaking thinking like, oh, this would be a great idea. Oh, this should be like, oh no, this should be the, like, just conversations with family. And it got me excited again about everything and kind of gave me that boot, reboot that I needed, um, as I was spread too thin and I need to go back and reevaluate my time and what time is best served for myself, and how I can create new habits mm-hmm. um, that will make me happier right. within my and. They all relate to creative. (laughs) Well, that and so you don't have
1: to just live for the next vacation, right? Like you need to be able to take some of that vacation mentality, some of that freedom um, and be able to put it back into your day to day life so that you can have an exciting creative practice. And so, you know, the whole the whole point of this four part series was like finding ways to fall back in love with your art. And so when we say showing up, you know, like as this um, and building a creative habit as this episode is like talking about like that sounds really intense and scary but like what we're really asking you to do is just make time to like actually have fun right like we're asking you to like make time to have fun and that's really like what this is because all of us here I think do art because it's fun like if it's not fun why are we 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 doing it it, right and so I think it's so important to remember that this it sounds really scary and intense and like but like really you're just trying to get more of that vacation mentality like back into your life because yeah. that's really where i feel like my creativity is at its peak
0: and that's where um going back to like the fun like give yourself permission to reward yourself um julia's talked in the past like she when she paints she her treat to herself or is or a way another way to make it even more enjoyable is listening to her favorite podcasts yeah is that correct Yes, that's correct. Yeah. Listen to my she, podcast. she listens to Jesso Girls.
1: I listen to Jess. Yeah, Girls. I listen to myself talk. Although sometimes I do, actually, because I want to imagine, like, you guys listening. It's, yeah. And I want to, this going to sound so weird that I'm, like, ta- saying, that I'm sharing this. But sometimes I do it because I want to make sure that, like, while I'm painting, which is how I envision you guys listening to the podcast, that it's motivational and that it's uplifting. And then sometimes I'm like, <laughs> oh, I don't know, that was a little bit. You know, too not lighthearted <laughs> enough or, or too lighthearted, whatever. So, yeah, I do that. But uh, anyway, yeah, so listen to my favorite podcast. Um, I'll usually make myself, like, my matcha latte. Like, I set the mood yeah. for myself to make it fun. Because this also is my my day job now. Like, this is work. Yeah. But, like, I have to intentionally put the fun back into it. Because Yes, you do. Because I'm working on a bunch of commissions right now. And that's where my life is going to be for the next, like, month or so. Just because I'm really backlogged. And I got to be honest, I'm working at a pace that is so much slower than, like, my other work because it just hasn't felt fun. And so I'm yeah. trying to make it fun again. And that is – that's my creative habit I'm trying to to work on right now. Yeah.
0: Oh, no, absolutely. And I think that's – I mean, we all need to start finding ways to make it fun because once it's not fun, like we said, like, why are you doing it? And, uh, like, for me, I can – cart cart compartmentalize like this is my nine to five and then i can do xyz outside so it's i can make excuses for maybe something else not being fun in my life but i don't want that to be the case with my creativity and my art like i want to make sure that i keep that excitement and keep that enjoyment in it um because i've been in a place where you know, designing logos used to be what I loved and it ignite everything. And then at one point it became a chore because I wasn't designing for myself. I was designing for others and, you know, and it wasn't based off of a style that I had figured out for that. I, that I was, was authentic to me. It was just, you know, this commercial company needed this logo and this is what they wanted. And I was just production. Um, so it's just, and I'm sure like commission feels a little bit like that. It's like you're executing it because they can't, um, Obviously, they've come to you because they like your style as well. But at the same point, you have a bunch of pieces that they could buy, (laughs) you know? So it's like, that's why you have to make the effort to make it um, keep that fun and keep that reward um, and exciting during those times. Right.
1: And I think sometimes it's important, too. So like you might be listening to this and be like, I already have a very established like creative practice. Like Aaron and I both like, I mean, our jobs are a creative practice, essentially. Right. Right. But this mm-hmm. is a little bit different because, like, we're – and what we're asking you is we're asking you to even look at the creative habits you do have and 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 ask yourself, like, critically, like, what's working and what's not? Like, what's serving you and what's not anymore? And, like, how can you – because sometimes I find, like, that's where I, like, fall into a slump. Like, I, I'm going through the motions. This is the the habit that I've been in and creating. But it's no longer fun. It's just a job or a chore. I'm just production mm-hmm. at this point. So how do we snap ourselves out of it? How do we reassess exactly. the habit and figure out a creative practice that is, you know, invigorating and, in- and exciting? Um, because that's ultimately how you're gonna fall back in love with your with your creative practice, or else it's just gonna feel like a chore. So
0: yeah, and I and start small. I think that's yes. gonna be the biggest thing is start small. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to flip your life upside down to start building a habit it can be small it can be taking a walk and taking photos of things that inspire you can be a a new habit to ignite and fall back in love with that creativity um that's definitely something that i started doing again is taking more photos and you know at night when i'm winding down i'm editing photos on my phone but not necessarily from maybe one day they'll get posted on instagram or social media but at this time, I'm just using it as a creative outlet.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's so true. I love doing that. I think I talked on an episode, two episodes ago, on the, f- the first one of this series, how like photography. I'm realizing it's like a huge part of my practice that mm-hmm. I've kind of been neglecting. And I'm my goal is to like nerd out about it a bit more and like get excited about it so that it can help inform my painting practice. So in slowing down, in looking critically at the habits you do have around your creative practice you may discover something new right like a new part of your practice that is now serving you and one other thing i did want to say before uh is that also in terms of establishing a creative habit if you're struggling to do it on your own it might be helpful to share it with another person like this goal of yours this habit that you want to put into place so um i am going to do um I don't even know if this is actually a thing, but I just wanted to do it like sober <laughs> October. I don't know if that's like actually a thing, but like I want to do it because I feel like sometimes, like it's not like I'm like, I'm not a heavy drinker, but like sometimes you just like slowly but surely, like you get into a habit of like, oh, like I have a couple drinks on the weekend and it's, sometimes it's important to like reset. And so anyway, I wanted to do it, but and I've said, I've talked about doing this before, but then like life happens. So this time I'm like getting my whole family to do it with me so that like we're all holding each yeah, other yeah. accountable because I'm like there's I just know that I'm gonna like not end up doing it or you know I'll go to a party and feel like oh well, no one here knows that I'm doing this yeah. so Aaron, I'm telling you because I know I'm gonna go to your house you can do it <laughs> you're gonna so, go anyway, to my party so anyway I'll like mocktails exactly It'll be the last day of October though no, exactly no. <laughs> so maybe we're gonna live it up but anyway so like the point is is like sometimes I know that sounds weird or silly but You have to, like, tell people this goal of yours so that, like, they can hold you accountable and you stick to it. Um, It's like working out. Like, you you find
0: a workout buddy because, I mean, maybe it's like a me. Like, if you cancel on them, you're not just canceling on yourself, you're canceling on them. You're not just showing up. Like, if you're someone like me that is really good at like putting my needs to side. And it's harder for me to say no to another person to let them down than it is for myself. So maybe it's like setting up every Sunday, you meet someone in the park, like it's, again, starting small, maybe it's just finding a buddy and it's doing creative habit together. Um, until maybe you form it into being your own. Again, you don't want it to become a chore that it's like, Oh, we got to meet again. Like, that doesn't work. Um, but it might be a good way to start. So you show up for yourself, or it could be as simple as maybe you don't like meet up, but it's like, okay, we're gonna do this. And then text me after and we can, or send me a photo of what you drew or something like that. So you have your own space to do what you need, but you know, you're being, you're holding yourself accountable. Um, and maybe your creative friend as
1: well exactly so one of the members of my artist in real life group um, the last session in the spring uh she was in the uh, she was on the west coast and so like the t- we started at 7.30, but for her, it was 5.30 her time. So she would meet with us with, like from 5.30 to 6.30 and then she'd just go straight into painting. And so it became like her set thing of like, and so I'll be like, oh, go, go have fun painting, right? Like, cause we all knew that was what she was going to do after that. Um, and so it just became this thing where she's like, every Thursday I paint. Um, so it doesn't, like Erin was saying, it doesn't have to be like you have someone there with you painting It could be just something that we all know that's what you're doing now. And that's the time that's been set aside. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that that, I think that's all we got on creative habits. (laughs) Go make them, go form them, go start them. Yeah. Or have this podcast, like similar to me, be the thing that you listen to, that you wait and listen to whenever you're creating and that we can help you, you know, establish that habit. So yeah let us know what creative habits you have up your sleeve and
0: leave us a review but don't forget to tag us and contact us at jesso girls yes definitely all right guys we'll talk to you next week